93.7 Express FM. Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Good evening and welcome to Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. Your number one place to all non-league and women's football across the local area here on Express FM. Coming up on this week's show, we've got a Hampshire Premier Football League special. We speak to four of the managers in our local area concerned in the division. We speak to Tom Best, the manager of Locks Heath, head of their Portsmouth Senior Cup tie against Hondine. Wayne Guard from Paulsgrove has a chat with us alongside Fleetlands, which Bessie and Infinity, Danny Thompson. We also have reaction for the big news coming out of Moneyfields in the week as Dave Carter makes his return to Dover Road and a controversial Saturday game called off and a 4-3 win against a National League side. We also have a big build-up to Baffins Milton Rovers' game in the FA Bar tonight. They take on Bradford Town at the PNC Stadium for a place in the third round proper of the competition. Don't forget for all the essential build-up to stay here on 93.7 FM. If you want to get involved, you can. It's 81400 on the text. Start your meta with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or tweet us at expressfm. It's time to go over the white line. News, views, reaction and interviews. This is Over the White Line. Good evening and welcome to this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. The station that is passionately Portsmouth and also passionate about grassroots, non-league and women's football. Henry Deacon here with you in the chair this evening between now and 7pm. We are proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors, where the right team gets you the right results. As we say, it's a Hampshire League special this evening. But we've also got the big news coming out of Moneyfields last week coming up on the show. Dave Carter has returned to the club. Uh, he previously took a break from the, from Moneyfields and has now returned to Dover Road. We speak, we talk about that. We talk about the postponed game on Saturday and the controversy around it, and a four-three win last night at home to Aldershot Town and the Hampshire Senior Cup. So plenty to keep your eyes on there. Bath Milton Rose, they've got a big game tonight. They take on Bradford Town uh, in the FA Vars second round proper. Uh, we look ahead to that game at the PNC Stadium, a place in the third round up for grabs. Eight o'clock kickoff over at the PMC Stadium. More on that later on in the show. Uh, we also hear from Mark Summerhill, the manager of Pietzel Town, and Ian Baird, the assistant manager at Havant and Waterlooville. However, as promised, it is a Hampshire Premier Football League special of Over the White Line tonight. So we begin by delving into the league itself. And we begin by covering one of the clubs that we haven't covered before. And that is Locks Heath. They're in action tonight, this time in the Portsmouth Senior Cup. They take on Michael Birmingham's Horndean side at Warsash Road. It hasn't been the best of starts to the season for Locks Heath. They're 15th out of 16 teams in the table, having picked up 7 points from the 13 games played, having won only 2 games and a further subsequent draw. However, Tom Best has taken over uh, the reins at Locks Heath, a brand new manager involved there, and he is hoping to be turning the fortunes around at Locks Heath, try and consolidate this season, and hopefully push the club forward. There's a long-term plan there for sure, and as you'll hear now, Tom Best is looking forward to tonight's game against Horndean in the Portsmouth Senior Cup, and really is taking it as a game of really, they can't lose. How do you say it? Joining me on the other end of the line is the Locks Heath manager, Tom Best. Tom, we've got you on the phone because you've got a big game tonight in the Portsmouth Senior Cup. You're hosting Horn Dean this evening. Yeah, we're a um, big game for us. Um, looking forward to it greatly, to be honest with you. Um, got a lot of young lads who really haven't played this sort of level of opposition before. Um, great opportunity for them. A few more experienced boys who will tell you they absolutely love this one-off night, as it were, where you play a team in a few divisions above and they get a chance to sort of showcase and show what they're all about. So everyone is looking forward to it. Hopefully a good crowd turns up and um, we can both put on a good show for them. Is this a nothing-to-lose game to a certain extent for yourselves against a, a team in, in Horndean who are two leagues above you? I think it's certainly one way you can look at it. It's certainly something where I don't think we've got the pressure to go out and win, as it were, but I definitely would say we feel like we want to go out and perform and show what we can do. 
Um, and like I said, there's a lot of lads who want to perform and try and live up to it. And they certainly won't be looking at it as it doesn't matter if we lose or win. They definitely want to win. But in terms of his management, we're looking for a good performance against uh, a team, like you say, two leagues above ourselves. And hopefully the boys do themselves justice on the night. How tough a test do you expect it from Horndean? OK, they'll probably play a few of the younger players, but they're flying high in the Wessex League Premier, so it's certainly going to be a tough test. Oh, definitely. And the one thing I think you can definitely say with Horndean is they've got a great infrastructure at the mm-hmm. club. They've had some great people running the reserves in uh, Paul Marsh last year who had some real good youngsters. And then with Burns running the first team, I fully expect them to bring whatever side they bring it to be extremely competitive and some real quality in there. How much would a result tonight, or if you could get something positive tonight, would help perhaps to kickstart your season? If you look at the table, you're on 15th on seven points. Could something like tonight really help kickstart your season? Definitely. You know, me, myself and Joe have come in and we've only been at the club for just over a month. And there's a little bit of a feel-good factor coming back with some lads being really keen, training well, picking up a good result against Paulsgrove and Lindhurst. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we were a bit disappointed with our result in Winchester, but it was one of those days for us. So to go out tonight and look to wrong a few rights from that, and right a few wrongs, I should say, and, you know, something like this, like I say, a good result against Hornene really lifts the spirits around the camp and gets everyone going, moving into the weekend, which is another big game for us. Yeah, moving on to, to more of a, a general approach of Heath, how much is it just coming in as manager to, to make it small steps at a time and, and make progression one that is, that's slowly but assured? Yeah, we've, we've come in. It's been, a, unfortunately, like I said, a bit of a tough start to the season for them. And at the end of the day, momentum really does make a difference for these boys. And unfortunately, they haven't had much consistency. Um, we've been quite fortunate. We've, we've got some great lads come in and some lads that return to the club and just the same faces being around really pulling to achieve the same goal and all wanting to grind through it to get the result for the club and there's some great people at local football clubs as I'm sure you know and we're lucky to have someone like Alan our secretary who does every job you could imagine and to go out there and you know get the club back where it belongs for people like him is something the boys really want to try and achieve and you know tonight we'll go towards helping get that momentum going again and then hopefully we can keep pulling a few results together like we've shown we're capable of in recent weeks and then push up on the league and set a good stead for next season really. Now I suppose it's more about consolidation between now and the end of the season and hopefully on the back of that you can hopefully push and surmount something at the top end of the table going forward. Yeah completely you know we I say it's it's a shame the way the season started but for us now it's about getting some regular lads in giving some of the youngsters a go and the opportunity to showcase themselves, aiming to get mid-table finish, if not slightly higher, if we can really push on and get some results under our belts and then get a good pre-season in come the summer and really look to move the club on and back to where we feel it should be next season. Tom, really appreciate you talking to us. I know how close it is to kick off in your game this season, so appreciate that. Thank you for coming on the line and hopefully speak to Loxheath more between now and the end of the season. I look forward to it. Thanks very much for having me, Henry, and have a good rest of your evening. Cheers, Tom. That's Tom Best, the manager of Locks Heath, uh, talking to me before their game tonight in the Ports of Senior Cup. They take on Horn Dean in the second round of the competition. It's taking place at Warsash Road, which is the home of Warsash Wasps. And kickoff in that is that slightly earlier time. They're kicking off around an hour from now at 7.15 kickoff over at Warsash Road. So you want to make a last-minute dash to some Wednesday night football? Why wouldn't you? Everyone loves a bit of midweek floodlit action. It's Warsash Road... Uh, uh, for Loxheath against Horndean, the second round of the Portsmouth Senior Cup. Horndean touted as one of the favourites uh, for the competition this year and got a very good chance uh, under Michael Birmingham and co. Uh, there is one other game taking place in that competition this evening. Uh, that takes place at the Crest Finance Stadium at a quarter to eight. AFC Porchester, they take on Den Mead. Uh, so Porchester against Den Mead over the Crest Finance Stadium. That's a 7.45 kickoff. For more uh, details regarding ticketing, uh, etc., head over to AFC Porchester on Twitter. Their handle is at AFC Porchester. But we're going to stay with the theme of the Hampshire League and just go back to what we were uh, hearing for a second ago from Tom Best, the manager of Loxheath, looking to turn their season around tonight uh, as they uh, take on Horn Dean. And it's not going to be it's not going to be an easy game, obviously for Loxheath, but it's not going to be an easy game for for Horn Dean either. It's not one of those games. Uh, Really, that Horn Dean can 
can take likely uh, lightly because we know we know that in these sorts of games that the the underdogs will always fancy the Hampshire League sides will always fancy it and as a consequence uh, the sides uh, a few leagues higher up can can sometimes be on the receiving end but knowing Michael Birmingham and knowing the way he took the Russell Coates cut tie against Infinity a few weeks ago he went strong won five nil and went through which is a positive for Hondine maybe not so for Locks Heath uh, I think that they we expect a couple of rested players there, but uh, they'll be looking to kickstart this season with maybe not a result, but a positive performance at least tonight. Uh, their recent results is a 3-2 defeat to Winchester Castle, a 5-0 defeat to Bush Hill, 3-2 defeat to Hedge End, and a 5-1 defeat to Lindhurst. That was uh, before a 1-1 draw against Paul's Grove. But a new management team uh, coming into place, and their goal, they say, is to try and consolidate Locks Heath uh, come the end of the season. Then hopefully the start of next season, they can push further up the table. So good luck to Locks Heath. They're in action tonight against Horndean, two of our local sides taking part in the Ports of Senior Cup. And once all the time, are done. We'll also have the uh, quarterfinal draw of that with uh, Rob England and co uh, joining me in the studio for that. But back to our Hampshire League special this evening. We continue our look around the division by heading over to Marsh Lane, home of Paul's Grove. And earlier on this evening, I caught up with their manager, Wayne Grant, to assess their start to the season. Hey, so joining me on the other end of the line is the Paul's Grove manager, Wayne Grant. Wayne, great to have you on the show. First time this season. So we'll begin by uh, talking about the season so far for Paul's Grove. Fifth in the league, 25 points after 13 games. How do you assess it? Uh, not a, a bad start, considering obviously we've had to rebuild a lot this year, losing a few players, lost a few more during the season as well. Um, not young squad, bit of a you know, learning curve for everybody at the moment. So could have uh, taken a few more points from games we should have won that we dropped points in. But on a whole, uh, good result the other night against Petersfield. Mm-hmm. So seems to be on the right road at the moment. I was just about to allude to that. Turner win, uh, it was technically a home fixture, but it was played at Love Lane against Petersfield Town. It was their first defeat in 14 games, which it, against any team, that would have been some achievement to have done. So for yourselves to do it, that, that must be very pleasing, a very good um, for, honestly, for you to go upwards with. Yeah, it is. I um, just need to push on from there now. i say it was a, a good result, um, probably our best team performance of the season other than uh, the 6-0 win away against Overton. Um, I don't think they expected us to turn up there and do what we did to them, but you know, local derbies, everyone gets up for it and it's all we had nothing to lose in that game and we, uh, yeah, we just went for it really. Does that almost so now start to set the standard of in your squad, set the standards of what you've got to do week in, week out? I think so, yeah. Um, as a manager, obviously, it'd be pleasing for me to put in a performance like that every week. Obviously, some weeks you uh, you play well and lose. Other weeks you can play poorly and get the points. So, hopefully, if we can play that most weeks, we'll, we'll be there or thereabouts and in the mix come the end of the season. And, of course, it's so competitive in that in that league table. You're fifth in the table, but there's six points to separate the top five with Bush Hill and Infinity locked on top place. So it's certainly there for someone this year. And you just, it's, you just sense that if whoever's the most consistent team in the league will probably be the team that end up winning it. I think so, yeah. I mean, but when we set the goals out at the start of the season, we, we were aiming for a, a top five finish, obviously, from where we uh, were at the close of play last season and um, Bushill and Infinity are obviously very consistent they don't lose many games but we've still got to play Infinity twice and Bushill again yet as well so uh, it's going to be one of them seasons where I think everyone's going to take points off everyone so until the last sort of seven or eight games of the season I don't think uh, anyone can say that they're out and out favourites for the title as such Moving on to Saturday, back at home for yourselves against Overton United who have proved sticky opponents Yeah, I mean we've Beat them 6-0 at their place, but they just part of the company of their manager. I know they've uh, had a bit of a rebuild and they've picked up a lot of results lately, so it's uh, a game that we're definitely not going to be taken lightly and we'll have to be able to take something from it. So, yeah. Well, Wayne, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that um, as ever. We'll speak to you again as the season goes on and thank you very much for your time. Lovely. Cheers, Henry. That was Wayne Grant, the manager. Pause with apologies there for a little bit of a lag uh, on the line towards the end of that interview, completely out of our control. So apologies about that. But he uh, spoke to us about their start to the season uh, at Pause Grove. They're fifth in the league, 25 points from the 13 games that they played. They're six points off of Bush Hill and Infinity, who are the top two, or technically the two top sides, that are locked on points together. But 
it's so congested at that top end of the league and we'll speak to two of those top three clubs coming up as well uh, Infinity and Fleetland on the other side of the break but let's have a look at, at Paul's growth season so far their last game was a brilliant result for them uh, they ended Petersfield's 13-game winning run at the 14th hurdle. Uh, they beat them 2-0. And of Ports of Cup tie, which Ports go over the designated home side, but the tie was reversed to Love Lane. So to get the win at Love Lane away from home is a fantastic achievement uh, for them, especially when you consider the form that, that Petersfield will win. So a big 2-0 win for them. Uh, that that came off the back of a couple of disappointing results as well. Uh, a defeat to Liverpool United on penalties in the Hampshire uh, Premier Division Cup. Then a 3-1 defeat to Bush Hill in the league. And then a 5-5 draw with Liphook United. And a 2-1 defeat to Fleetland. So you just sense that that result, they, they'll be hoping anyway, will get them back on track as far as, as the league's concerned. They're back in senior action uh, for the first time in a few weeks on Saturday. Weather permitting, of course, of all the games uh, that take place uh, across our local area. Uh, Portsmouth take on Everton United at Marston Road. It's a 2 o'clock kickoff. Now the clocks have gone back. All the Hampshire League games will now take place from 2 o'clock and that will take precedent until the the clocks go back forward again. Uh, That will be at the end of March. So all the kickoffs will be at 2 o'clock. So 2 o'clock kickoff for them. Uh, On Saturday, they take on Overton United. Pauls go up against Overton in the Hampshire Premier uh, Senior League. And we'll cover the other two of our top sides coming after the break. You're listening to the Over the White Line Hampshire League special here on 93.7 Express FM. We're proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors, where the right team get you the right results. If you want to get in contact with the show, uh, if you want to talk about what's happening at Moneyfields, we're going to talk about that as well later on in the show. And the build-up to Baffins Milton Rovers' big FA Vars game against Bradford Town, as well as hearing from Havon and Waterloo, Ian Baird, and Mark Summerhill, the manager of Peterson Town. You can do... On the text is 81400. Don't forget to start your message with the word express. You can email us. Our address is studio at expressevent.com. Or you can send us a tweet on Twitter. Our handle is at expressevent. But when we come back after the break, we're going to hear from Rich Bessie, the manager at Fleetlands, and Danny Thompson, the boss at Joint Top Infinity. And don't don't forget, if you can get in contact with us, please do. We'll be back after the break here on Over the White Line, proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors. Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Welcome back to this, the second part of this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. Henry Deacon here with you in the chair between now and 7pm here on 93.7 Express FM. We're proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors where the right team gets you the right results. And we've got a Hampshire Premier Football League special this evening we're talking to a lot of our local clubs taking part in that division before the break we spoke to Tom Best the manager of Locks Heath and Wayne Grant the manager of Paulsgrove about their respective starts to the season we continue our interviews within the Hampshire Premier Football League now and we hear from the Freelands boss Rich Bessie as he talks through Saturday's walkover win over AFC Petersfield in the Hampshire Premier League Senior Cup how to say that joining me on the other end of the line is the Fleetlands manager, Rich Bessie. Rich, we'll start off about Saturday. You were due to play in the Hampshire Senior Cup, the Premier Senior Cup against AFC Petersfield, but unfortunately you didn't have the game played and you were awarded an away walkover. What exactly can you say uh, about that? Yeah, I'm disappointed not to play by all means. Um our form was a bit iffy over the last month and we get a good result over Clamfield previously and and to, to, to go and play a side in Petersfield or a league below us, um, you know, obviously we would have been favourites. It would have been nice to hopefully play the game and, and, and hopefully get a win and move on. However, respect to our opposition, it's, it's non-league football, it's finest, it's hard to attract players these days, so... Uh, we we don't hold anything against them. Unfortunately, they couldn't fulfil the fixture. And I suppose from the flip side, we didn't get any injuries, didn't get any suspensions, and we're through to the next round. So ideally, we'd prefer to play, but you know, credit to them. They let us know in good time, and we move forward to the next round. And the good news is that at least, despite the circumstances, everything is all mutual, and it wasn't anything that was that was completely against the nature game, which is really good to uh, to hear. Moving on to uh, this weekend, back in cup action yourselves, uh, at home to Hamble United at Dar Fleetlands. How do you uh, look ahead to that game? Well, again, it's it's one of them competitions. It's it's, it's famous word by all means. Every manager will probably say the same. It's a it's a cup game. Anything can happen, but. Uh, they're not doing the best in their league, but again, at the same time, credit to them. They 
that they were operating available at last Saturday when the game was due to be played. They were available up until we unfortunately called the game off due to weather. Um, so they didn't pull out of it. I think they're, they're, they're looking forward to coming to us and I'm sure they want to take the scalp. So for us, we'll have to be fully on board of trying to get the result nice and early as possible, enjoy a bit of football and see ourselves through to the next round. But it, it, it's never easy. There's 11 men there, 11 men for us. They could play the best game of their life and, and we could play a game where we're a game or two off like we did Winchester Castle and lose the fixture. So we take it as if we're playing Bush Shields, Infinities, Paul's Groves, etc. We treat exactly the same and then we'd be professional enough to try and get through to the next round. Could that have potentially been some kind of mind gaze from Hamble by saying, we're so up for the game, we'll try and get it on at all costs? Because maybe perhaps that they fancy it, it's a cup competition, they'll be hoping to catch you on a cold day or on trying to get the upset. Um, I, I don't know how their minds work. I don't know what, what they're like as a, as a team or management. I, I think for them, it's a chance to test themselves. You know, if they, if they start picking up their form as early on in the season, they could climb up the league. And, and by beating a side like us now, we'll give them a massive incentive to push on for the next game. So anyone could beat anyone on their day. We've seen that. We know that. Um, you know, Bush Hill, for instance, are a, a tough side. We went there and got a result and, and everyone else seems to struggle and rightfully so. They're a great side. So, uh, Hamble, whether it's Hamble United or, or Hamble FC, you know, there's a, there's, there's a side in front of us and we have to do our best to perform to win. Going back into the league, because we haven't spoken about the league yet in this interview, because it's very exciting up that top end of the Hampshire League, and it's certainly progressed since the last time we spoke. Third in the table, 27 points, four points off Infinity and Bushu. Granted, you played, played a game more, but it's getting very, very exciting up that top end of the league, even at this stage of the season. It certainly is. I mean, the two sides above us are, are great sides. Um, they've got fantastic players and, and they've competed for a, a couple of seasons now in this division. we we got to remember last year we finished fourth, which was a great achievement for Fleetlands. Um, I've come here and, and currently we're third and we're still in two cups. So we, we want to finish as high as we can. I couldn't sit here now and say we're going to win the division. Stranger things have happened, but we, we, could, we, could, we could well do it. and we're, we're going to aim to finish as high as we can. Our aim at the beginning of the year, finish top four, and, and let's try and get this club promoted at, at the first hurdle if we can. Um, for us, we're third at the moment. Can we can we get second? Can we get top? Can we get a cup final? All ifs and buts, I suppose, and that's why we love football. And we've lost a couple of games when we, when, we, when we won really good games and got a good result. Unfortunately, those losses now make those results kind of go away. Um, I definitely think it's going to be an exciting end and I, I do think there's going to be a lot of changes between now and May so yeah, long may it continue and it's, um, it is very exciting for the neutral Very exciting for us to come on Express Room as well Rich, thank you very much for your time as ever we really do appreciate that and we'll speak to you again soon Thank you very much, thank you That's Rich Bessie, the manager of Fleetland speaking to me earlier on this evening about all things going on there at Dara Fleetlands uh, let's finish off then our Hampshire League special of interviews and we'll talk about the league as a whole in just a second by hearing from the Infinity manager Danny Thompson. They are joint top of the league and they are enjoying a bit of cup fortune despite going out the Russell Coates Cup uh, to Horn Dean a couple of weeks ago. Things are certainly looking up uh, for Infinity as I hear now from Danny Thompson. Hey, so that joining me on the other end of the line is the Infinity manager, Danny Thompson. Danny, interesting to review this evening because there's not been much action for Infinity recently. The rain uh, putting paid to your game on Saturday in the Hampshire Trophy. Yeah, um, it's been a bit of a stop-start couple of weeks, really, which obviously doesn't help um, when you're on a good run like we've been on. You want to keep the um, consistency going, but um, it has been frustrating, yeah, for sure. How much of a momentum killer can that be, having games called off, especially when you have a, a run of games called off? Yeah, you know, it doesn't help. Obviously, when you're in the position that we're in, and we've played, you know, I think, 11 league games now, and we've, we've won 10 of those and only drawn one, you want to keep it going and keep playing every week um, just to keep the lads motivated and, and committed, you know. So um, it has been difficult. It's been a bit stop-start. Um, you know, we, we've tried everything possible. I think a couple of weeks ago we were meant to play Micklemarsh away. Um, we we it got called off on a Saturday morning. We actually had a 4G um, alternative venue arranged, but they refused to play. So that was very frustrating. And then the same last Saturday, ASC Petersfield, we had an inkling that it would be called off. Obviously, with the weather that we had prior to Saturday, 
again, we arranged another facility, but again, they they refused, um, which is, you know, really disappointing because what we don't want to end up with is what happened last year with a backlog of fixtures where you're trying to cram in so many games within the space of, you know, a couple of weeks, which obviously hinders, hinders Infinity's chances of winning the league last season. And I definitely don't want that to happen this year, you know, so it is, it is hard to take at the minute. And especially when you consider the fact that we're in November at the moment, uh, you've got December, January, February, the, the winter, winter months to come ahead. That must be a dangerous proposition. If games are getting called off left, right and centre at the moment, it could it could be something that transpires. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'd like to, like the Hampshire Premier League to try and try and do something about it, really. You know, all, all credit to List. Um, I think it must have been three or four weeks ago. And I think that was our last league game. We... You know, the game was always going to be off at Knoll Village, so we managed to get an alternative uh, 4G pitch down at Stoneham. Um, you know, fair play to list, they accepted the offer. Uh, and, you know, we got that game on. But, um, you know, the likes of... I mean, Micklemarsh's excuse was they rely on the bar takings. Well, no disrespect to Micklemarsh, but I know they don't get 200, 300 people watching, which I could understand it. But when you're getting one man and his dog and they're given an excuse of, you know, they, they rely on bar takings, so they, they don't really want to change the venue, then... You know, it's, it's hard to take. So, you know, we can't keep getting games called off like this because, as you say, it's going to be a big backlog of fixtures towards the end of the season. And, you know, it makes it a bit of a lottery, really, with, uh, you know, with the, with the games that are coming up. Fingers crossed, games on um, Saturday for the second time of asking at Loveland against AFC Petersfield and the Hampshire Trophy. How are you taking that competition this year? Yeah, well, you know, I was going to use that game to, um, you know, as again, again, no disrespect to AFC Petersfield, but I know they're in the league below. They're not having the best of season. So we were targeting that game really to give our squad players game time. But where we haven't been getting games on at the minute, you know, we've got to, we've got to go to have our full strength squad. Um, so, you know, this Saturday, fingers crossed it does get, does, the game does go ahead. Um, and as I say, we'll be going there with our strongest squad possible, really. Um, we're already out of two competitions, as you know, the Portsmouth Senior Cup. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, more recently, we, we, we didn't have a very good evening down at Horn Dean or out of the Russell Coates Cup. So, you know, we're only in another couple of competitions. So we, we're taking everyone as seriously as they come now. Danny, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate that as ever. And we'll speak to you again, hopefully, for another result next week. Cheers, Henry. Thanks a lot. That is Danny Thompson, the manager of Infinity, uh, talking about their start to the season, postponed games, um, about and what he wants to, seen to be done about uh, the backlog of fixtures, which could potentially happen now because of the postponement so early in, in the winter. And he expects more to come as a, as a consequence because of the weather. Uh, we know what it's like December, January time, how bad it can be. And he's wondering whether something can be done about that. And that's certainly be one of the questions uh, when we next speak to Paul Pott from the Hampshire League that will be put uh, to the table. Very interesting to, to see both perspectives on that. But let's have a look at the table as a whole. Infinity, they're top of the league alongside Bush Hill. Bush Hill played a game more and have got the superior goal difference. So they actually top the table, both on 31 points. But Infinity have played the game less. Fleet and Zen, they played 13 games. Uh, they won 27 points, uh, plus 21 goal difference. Stockbridge, they're fourth from the table, 13 games, 25 points on the board. Pools Grover then in fifth, 13 games, 25. Same as Stockbridge, but Stockbridge have the superior goal difference by one. And even if we got to the, the point of goals, uh, the goal difference is the same. They've got the same number of goals scored. Uh, it would have been the case of goals against, uh, uh, goals less goals conceded, which effectively it has on this on this mark, which would have gone Stockbridge's way if it was all level. Uh, Cold and Common, they are set from 23 points from 12. Henning United, 21 points from 15. They are up into 7th place. Uh, Liphook United in 8th, 20 points from 12. Clanford have got 19 from 14. They're in 9th. Swayo in 10th. They're right in mid-table. Uh, 12, 12 games, 14 points for them. The same for Overton United. They're in 11th. Lindhurst, 11 points from 13 games. They're in 12th. Winchester Castle, uh, 13th. Unlucky or lucky for them, depending on which way they want to look at it. 10 points from 14. Chamberlain Athletic, new to the league. They're 14th from the table, 9 points from 12. Lock safe, we heard from manager Tom Best earlier on this evening, 7 points from 13. And Leicester Athletic at bottom of the table from their 13 games. They've only picked up 5 points as of yet. Let's have a quick look then at what is happening uh, this weekend in the uh, in and around the divisions, we know Lockseaf's game against Hornding tonight. Uh, ASC Pearsall against Infinity, uh, Bournemouth against this Athletic in the Senior Cup. 
Uh, Chamberlain Athletic against Bush Hill. In the Hampshire Trophy, it's Flintlands against Hampel United. Haining United against Winchester City Reserves. Lindhurst against Schoening Reserves. Mitchell Merchant Tinsby against Colton Common. Paul's Guard take on Overton United. Shanklin take on Lipook United. Stockbridge take on Sway. United Services, Portsmouth Reserves take on Clanfield. And Winchester Castle take on Loxheath. On Tuesday night, Infinity, one of the border clubs, uh, play both Portsmouth and Southampton Senior Cup. They're in Southampton Senior Cup action. Away to Winchester City. So that is your update in the Hampshire Premier Football League. We're going to move on to other matters now. We're going to head to Wesley Park. Uh, the Hawks beat St Albans City away from home 3-1 on Saturday and twinned with some decent results going their way. They're now up to third in the National League South. Just a small matter of a third versus second game for them at Wesley Park this weekend as they host Slough Town at 3 o'clock. And following Saturday's win at Clarence Park, the Hawks is first in the league and first at the stage in all competitions since Dean Holsworth scored the winner on an FA Trophy tie back in 2005 Ian Baird was very pleased with the performance and nonetheless a fantastic penalty save from Ross Warner Ian Baird with me after the 3-1 victory against St Albans how do you look back at the game? Um, well, I think my heart rate went up to about 160 at one point um, an incredible double save from Ross Warner on the penalty and a tremendous block from Dean Beckwith um, but overall uh, I think obviously we deserved a win. Uh, once again, we've missed a catalogue of chances. Uh, totally and utterly dominated the first half without really putting it to bed, which has been a, a sort of tail of the tape all season, really. Um, and I did say to the players at half time, you know, the next goal could win the game. And unfortunately for us, they scored it. And uh, we were right under pressure because the wind seemed to turn. And anybody playing here will know that sort of coming up the slope at St Albans is difficult. <clears throat> we really couldn't clear our lines and we were under a bit of pressure. Um, but Jonah Ayunga scored a great goal scorer's goal and you know and, and I think he's got two today, am I correct in yeah. saying that? We'll and an out, yeah, an outstanding performance as well. Um, so lucky enough we finished it off. Um, but as I've just mentioned there, the penalty, unbelievable double save. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I really haven't. Um, so that's credit to Ross Warner. But credit to the players as well, you know, they dug in against in, on difficult conditions. And we, we've come away with the points. Nisa wins that impression perhaps more than anything else, because these are the sort of games, these are the sort of grounds where you just have to got to grind the result out. Well no disrespect to St Albans, you know. Their their level of their budget is, is totally different to ours and but that doesn't always mean that this side with a bigger budget is going to come and win. Um, we have to dig in today at times. And, um, but overall I think we uh, anybody who's here would have uh, said that we deserve the points, that's for sure. How crucial is that third goal? Because St Albans, especially after getting that goal back, seemed to have their tails up for that five ten minutes spell. Yeah they certainly did, you know, and, and as I said we were defending the slope and it was crucial, it was a good time to score for us. Um, and then once again we got a little bit sloppy again you know an in innocuous penalty mm -hmm. I think the referee was always going to level it up because Ian Allison got into him at half time and he gave some strange strange decisions in the second half but you know <coughs> I'll go back to Ross Warner's double save again I mean, that's worth the money on just seeing that the momentum now really kicks in two wins in a succession now going into a big game next week against Slough Town in the league Yes, Slough Town, you know, they're flying at the moment. Um, they've got the tails up. It'll be a difficult game for us, uh, but we'll be looking forward to it, you know, coming off the back of two wins. Of course, now up to second on the back of today's result. The draw for Wilson against Dawkins cuts the gap. I know you don't look at the table probably until around Christmas and New Year's time, but it's nice to, to make up that ground a little bit, though, I suppose. Well, but make no mistake about it. You know, Doz has said, you know, this is a promotion push for us. We're, we're not here to finish mid-table. Um, we've been given the tools to work with, and hopefully that, you know, the end game is for us to get promoted. So it's vital for us to get three points late. Betty, thank you very much. Thank you. That was Ian Baird, the Havenham Hall Level assistant manager, uh, following their 3 1 against St Albans. He took charge of the game. Unfortunately, Paul Dozzo was not uh, well enough to attend the fixture. Uh, so he took the place alongside Simon Walton as assistant manager uh, for that one game. They're back in action Saturday. They take on Slough Town in the National League South. It's a big game between second and third. The Hawks in third, Slough in second in the division. And of course, no Pompey in action on Saturday. So there's plenty of local football choices. Wesley Park could just be the one for you. Uh, and there's also a £6 offer of ports of season ticket holders for that game as well. So a big game there at the top of the National League South. We're going to take a short break and we're going to preview a big game in the FA Vars. Baffins, Milton Rovers are in action. They take on Bradford Town in the second round of the competition. There's a place in the third round up for grabs. For Baffins, this could potentially be a massive night. We preview the game next. Passionately Portsmouth and passionately football. 
We are 93.7 Express FM. Welcome back to this, the final part of this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. Henry Deacon here in the chair view between now and 7pm when Becca Dean takes over with a brilliant In Conversation series talking to inspiring women uh, across the ports of area. So do stay tuned to Express FM for that. That's from 7 o'clock here on 93.7 FM. We're proudly sponsored by Biscos, where the right team gets you the right results. So head to biscos.com if you need to use their services. So then, moving on to the big game tonight. That is taking place at the PMC stage in Baffins Milton Rovers. They are in FA Vars action. They take on Bradford Town for a place in the third round proper of the competition. It's a big night for them. Not made it this far in the competition before big money also up for grabs in this competition and they're hoping that there's going to be a packed out pmc stadium for the game uh the game was due to be played saturday it was uh, i believe called off and now they face them it's an eight o'clock kickoff uh at the pmc stadium the covers have been on the surface they've come off now and uh, there's a lot of bradford town fans also coming down for the game uh, I've been conf- I've been told by Baffins for those that want to come down to the game this evening that admission is six pounds for an adult, but they are going to have a special ten pound offer. This is brilliant for admission, pie, pint, and a program. You cannot say you do not get value for money. Admission, pie, pint, and a program. Everything you need on a match day, all for ten pounds. Absolutely superb there from Baffins. So £6 for adults or tenner for the whole lot. Why not uh, go for the £10 uh, admission pie, pint and programme? That's just fantastic. Um, they've also said that there's no car facilities for those that want to go to the game tonight. So please make sure that if you are heading to the PMC Stadium for tonight's game between uh, Baffins and Bradford that uh, you bring cash cash and cash only and you get to see the brilliant facilities down there if you've never been before to the PMC Stadium uh, it's also home of the Pompey women's team uh, they've got fantastic facilities down there uh, as well so uh, get down to Baffins it's a big game for them tonight as they take on Bradford Town it's going to be a cold one it's going to be a wet one but they're hoping that tonight is a night that they will never forget in the club's short history and a fairly short history when it comes to the FA Vars as well. So good luck to Baffins tonight. We're all rooting for you here on Express FM and I'm pretty sure the local footballing community is doing the same as well as they uh, as they take on Bradford Town in the second round proper of the FA Vars. We're going to move on to matters at Love Lane now. Petersall Town, they they were in action last night in the FA Vars. They were knocked out of the competition 2-1 at home. And this evening I caught up with manager Mark Summerhill following two successive defeats. He's hoping that the momentum of the 13-game winning one is not something of the past. Hey, so joining me on the other end of the line is the Petersburg Town manager, Mark Summerhill. Mark, disappointment for yourselves last night out the FA Vars uh, following a 2-1 defeat to Roman Glass and George. Yeah, um, very disappointing. Um, we, we got off to a sort of perfect start. We we scored early, and it it was a fairly even game, really. I, I would say um, we had chances at one nil up to extend that. Um, sort of good chances, really. If we'd have been two or three nil up, um, it, it wouldn't have been a surprise. However, they also had chances. We we had some last ditch tackles and probably a really good cut tie until sort of seventy seventy five minutes, where unfortunately. An off the ball incident was missed, and somehow we ended up with a player in the sim bin. And uh, down to ten men, we were, we were just overran. And uh, unfortunately, they scored two goals in that period. We, we were down to ten men, and it's sort of uh, a real shame. But um, I'm re- really proud of the guys. It was done really well to get this far, and uh, to go out last night to a team from the league above it was no disgrace. I suppose, in one respect, you're proud of the players. Is there also a little bit inside you uh, ruining a couple of missed chances at one nil up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, a game we sort of could have uh, could have won and, and should have won. Another day we might have done, but uh, it clearly wasn't to be our night, which was a real shame because we'd we progressed that far, and you can't help but have one eye on on the next round, which would have been War, Warminster, although they knocked Porchester out. It would have been the same level as us, and you feel there's a little bit of a chance to maybe go on one more, but it wasn't to be. And it, yeah, we gave a good account of ourselves on the night, which is really. 
all I can ask of the lad run himself into the ground and yeah, you can't ask for much more than that exactly but I suppose the good news about the FA Vars is that you've got through a few rounds you got to the second round and that it does bring money brings coffers into, into the football club which is absolutely massive at that level it does it's not as much as the FA Cup as we all know but mm-hmm. clubs our size it's um, some substantial figures uh, so, you know, as far as we've got so yeah it's done the club a world of good and also we had a crowd of nearly 150 last night which um, is great to bring that amount of people into the club and people, people are coming to watch us. Our, our normal crowds are you know, up around the 90s, which is probably a, a double on what they were last season and the season before. So although we're disappointed to go out, there's still that feel-good factor around the club and we're, you know, we're still in uh, uh, lots of other competitions and we're, we're, we still feel we're in good form. Do you feel like you really are now starting to capture the community in Petersville? Because, as we know, Petersville is a big place, it's a, it's a big town, and there's a lot of people that go out and watch rugby, and hopefully now football is now much more on the map in Petersfield. I think we are, Henry. Yeah, I think we are. Um, that was only brought up last night, actually, about the game. There was a, a big group of, um, I guess what you call kids, that are starting to congregate behind the goal every week now, and... Um, talking to their parents, they're actually Portsmouth season ticket holders, but they're choosing to come to Petersfield over Portsmouth, which is good for us. And it is not a good crowd, everyone's friendly, everyone wants to chat, and we, I think people sort of want, want to see us do well again, which, which is really nice. Finally, from me, Saturday away to Fallen Sports, who are down the bottom end of the league table, but as we've always said on the show, there's no such thing as an easy game, especially away from home. No, there isn't. That's absolutely right. And it's it's really important for us because we had the 13-game run, which we're really proud of. And we just, we let that slip against a, a strong Pauls Grove side in a, a night we should have done better and we let ourselves down. And we've had the disappointment of the Vars, so we really have got to bounce back because that 13-game run can very quickly be forgotten. And if we don't get it right Saturday, we could be on the back of three straight defeats. And um, I think we're still really well equipped to... Well, we should be expecting to go to Follins and win, when a lot of time in the past we've gone to away games looking for a point. So it, I'll be definitely looking for three points away from home at Follins and looking for a real positive reaction because you don't become a bad team overnight in the space of two defeats. We've got to kick on again now. If you look at the table and our games in hand, we're looking at the sort of top couple of spots, which is a nice position to be in for us at this time of year. Well, Mark, thank you very much for your time as ever, and we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, Henry. Look forward to it. That's Mark Summerhill, the Pearsall Town Manager, speaking to me earlier on the evening following their defeat in the FA Vars uh, last night. It's a disappointment for them, but we're going to move on. Last 10 minutes of the show. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do on the text 81400. Don't forget to start your message with the word express. You can email us or email us. Oh, goodness me, I don't know what that was. Uh, email us at studio at expressfm.com. Or you can send us a tweet on Twitter. Our handle is at expressfm. I'll get my teeth back in now. Uh, let's move on and head to Dover Road now because it's been a busy and dramatic last few weeks since we've last spoke at Moneyfields. We know Dave Carter uh, left the club. Uh, citing work reasons uh, for the reason of his departure and he has returned to Dover Road he's spoken to the club and now he is back at Moneyfields as the manager again he was due to take charge for the first time on Saturday uh, against Slimbridge uh, they had a one o'clock in- inspection uh, at Dover Road ahead of the game uh, during a downpour uh, the club said on Twitter and because of that, uh, the, the game was deemed unplayable. Apparently, the, there was no more rain uh, at Dover Road for the rest of the afternoon. Uh, Moneyfields and, and, and everyone around were not happy about the decision for the game to be called off. Um, but unfortunately, that was what happened there. The game was called off due to the inclement weather. Uh, according to the referee. Then last night they were in action in the Hampshire Senior Cup, one of the few ties uh, left to be played in that second round. They took on Oldershot Town of the National League and they got a brilliant result. It was a fantastic game, I have to say, uh, between Moneyfields and Oldershot. It was 3-3 at the break and then Moneyfields went on to score a winner in the second half. They're through to the next round of the competition. They dumped out National League Oldershot by four goals to three. Absolutely fantastic for them. The scores for Moneyfields were Connor Hoare, uh, Ryan, uh, Lewis Fenimore, uh, Ryan Penery and Danny Burrows. So fantastic for them. Four free winning as a National League opposition is a brilliant result for them. Just shows that there is an upward curve uh, at Moneyfields and things certainly definitely do uh, look on the up for Dave Carter's team 
there. Uh, having a look at, at the weekend for Money Fields. Uh, obviously, of course, all the fixtures this weekend will be weather permitting. But this weekend for Money Fields, uh, they will be taking on Winchester City at home. So a bit of a local derby, that one, uh, at Dover Road. That is a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Obviously, that was after their game last week. It was postponed. Then the week after, their way to Highworth Town. So that's what's happening at Money Fields. Just a quick uh, check on the Wessex League uh, before we leave you this evening because there's been quite a lot going on in the two weeks since we've last spoke. We'll talk about the Premier Division first. There was a game last night involving Fairway in the Porter Senior Cup. They beat Haining United by four goals to one uh, in that competition. Elsewhere, uh, Baffin's match against Stoneham was called off. Porchester lost the El Creekio to um, Fairway by a goal to nil. Uh, Horndean beat Infinity by five goals now, but of course the weather has played havoc to the fixtures across the local area uh, recently. Just a quick check of the table, of course, FA Vars games and uh, and league games have also succumbed to uh, to part part of this. ASC Porchester, they're the highest ranked side in our local area. They're fourth in the league, twenty two points from eleven games, so point two points a game. Uh, unfortunately, though, they did not progress to the next round of the FA Vars. They were knocked out. Uh, by three goals to one away at Warminster Town amongst animosity and amongst uh, scenes apparently there which were not good to see from a footballing perspective. There was things that went on there that, that shouldn't have happened at a football game uh, was was a line that came out across social media on Saturday. So sad scenes that the uh, Warminster supporters the game but poured out the Vars. The league will be the priority and the focus now. Baffins there in sixth. We know their big game tonight against Bradford Town in the FA Vars. Uh, they picked up 21 points from 12. Horndean, they're down in ninth place, 19 points from 11. Fair and following a couple of decent results. They're now up to 11th in the table, 18 points from 10 games. Fair and interesting team to read and watch this year. And uh, we'll be watching them with very close eyes as ever. The first division, United Services Ports of their third in the league. They lead the way of our local clubs. 27 points from 12 games. And Petersville Town, their ninth in the table, 19 points from 10. Have a look at the fixtures this weekend. We're going to begin with the fixtures in the Wessex League Premier Division. Uh, we know tonight uh, ASV Porsche take on Den Mead. You know, Baffin take on Bradford. Locks Heath, they take on Horn Dean. But Saturday, these are the fixtures that are bound to take place, of course, weather permitting. Brockenhurst take on Fairwind Town. Horn Dean take on Bashley. Uh, Limington Town against Baffin's Milton Rovers. And ASC Porchester are away to Portland United. In the first division, the fixtures are as follows. Uh, United Services Portsmouth, they are away to Alton Town. Uh, Alton, who are seventh in the table. That's going to provide a sticky test. Uh, United Services Portsmouth could be one that really shows their, their title winning potential. Pearsford Town, their way to Fallen Sports, who are 18th out of 20 teams in that league table. So that's a very, very interesting week ahead. Uh, there is midweek action as well uh, for Petersfield. They take on Cows Sports in the Hampshire Senior Cup. They're one of the few games as well that hasn't taken place in the competition. And I know the Hampshire FA are going to uh, to update us towards the end of the week as far as what's happening as far as the draw is concerned because there's been a few fixtures because of the weather, uh, because of other circumstances that have not taken place in the competition. And of course, if as soon as we find out and I find out, uh, all over, we'll be all over the social medias on that. So big they will find out more of the Hampshire Senior Cup as well by the time that we reconvene next week. The other competitions, the other senior competition draws have taken place. And if your side is involved in any of those competitions, then the place to head to is www.hampshirefa.com and then head on to the Cups and Competitions uh, onto that page. And all the information for all the senior competitions are available there if you are involved uh, in that. Petersfield, I guess, as I say, to uh, Cow's Sports on Saturday. United Services Ports of Orsa in action on that Tuesday night. Their way to Orsa Town, who are flying high at the top of the Wessex League Premier Division. So that's going to be a very, very, very uh, tough test there for United Services Ports. So just quickly, before we leave you this evening, we'll double-check what's going on at Gosport Borough. 
to feed for them on Saturday. They lost 1-0 away to Swindon Supermarine, ending their recent good one, their recent unbeaten run. But they've got the FA Trophy to look forward to Saturday. Another few quid in the coffers they're hoping with victory. They take on Melksham Town at Privet Park, another one of your local footballing options with no Pompey game until Monday at Harrogate Town. Uh, kick-off there is at 3 o'clock and then the week after they are away to Wimborne Town. Just a check of the, the table as far as Gosport are concerned. Gosport, they are 8th in the league table, 22 points on 15 games. Uh, they are, if my maths is correct, they are seven points off of league leaders Tiverton Town. Uh, Goswell played a game on Tiverton. The team to look out for, though, is Paul. Uh, 23 points, but they've only played 10 games. They're seventh on the table. But if they win the majority of their games in hand, they will be at the top of the, they'll be at the top of the Southern League South table. And that is just about it for this week's Over the White Line. Quite a busy show as ever. Uh, thank you again to all the managers that got on the end of the line. Hope you enjoyed our Hampshire Premier Football League special. Uh, next week, we're hoping to do another special programme involving women's football. Uh, next weekend on the 15th and the 16th of November to coincide with the international break. Uh, it's, a, it's Women's Football Weekend, an FA incentive to capitalise on the international break in order to expose the women's game and promote opportunities for fans to back uh, the women's game. Pompey at home that weekend in the Hampshire uh, Cup. They take on Warsash Was and we'll be hoping to speak to those involved at Pompey Women on next week's show and try and plug that as much as possible. Pretty coming up on Express Event. Jake Smith has your Friday football hour uh, this week. He'll be joined by two Pompey guests, Pompey fans, to look ahead to the start of their FA Cup campaign, which takes place on Monday night. Monday night, Pompey Live, uh, as Pompey take on Harrogate Town. Uh, over in Harrogate, right up north uh, for them on a Monday night. It's also live on the TV. But Pompey Live, your place to be for all the passionate Pompey build-up from 7 o'clock live commentary for BBC Radio Solent coming from 7.45. Stay where we're so on 93.7 Express FM because Becca Dean has her In Conversation series coming up next. She's speaking to inspiring women across the city of Portsmouth. And, of course, don't forget to stay tuned to 93.7 Express FM, your passionate Portsmouth station for all the best local content. That's it from me. Thank you very much uh, for listening in as ever. I'm back same time next week uh, for that women's football special. But until next time, bye-bye for now.